They've taken the extra mirror balls down from the tower ballroom. All the ice cream has melted. The donkeys are back to their day jobs and everyone is sleeping off the after party on the train back home. That was Blackpool. Welcome to the Keep Dancing podcast. I'm Ellie and I'm your host. Tonight I'm joined by Elliot and Meg. We are your 100% unofficial, unexpurgated and 10 happy source of Strictly Come Dancing analysis and opinions. We aren't neutral, we aren't always polite, but we are willing to go buy fish and chips from Pasha. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at keepdancingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at keepdancingpod. We're also uh, on all of the platforms now, so look for us on Spotify, YouTube, and at keepdancingpodcast.com. And please tell your friends about the podcast. Blackpool, eh? Woo! They got, so Woo! People who've been to Blackpool this year is a group that now includes Brittany and Gloria Estefan. <laughs> and the cast of Strictly Come Dancing. But not me. No. <laughs> in fact, you've been to Blackpool this year, Elliot. I have. So you're now in the same category as Brittany, Gloria Estefan, I, and the I entire th- cast of Strictly. <laughs> I feel like that, for lack of a better word, is an LGBT's like, I dream to be in the same category as Brittany and Gloria Estefan. So I'll take it. Marvellous. And uh, I am, uh, you know, sitting recording this wearing a homemade replica of one of the big coral showgirl costumes that all of the ladies were wearing in the Gloria Estefan number. It must be a bit awkward with the microphone. Um, I the am, feathers not get in the way. I am having to keep the feathers tossed well back. <laughs> Shall we review some routines then? Because, Let's you know, sauce. it's all about the dance. Dancing the salsa and giving us those sparkly Eurovision 1996 feels is Stacey Dooley and her partner, Kevin. Now, I think that Kevin is pandering to us now. He's specifically pandering to me. Are you feeling trolled by Kevin Clifton now? I am now feeling... <laughs> I, I don't... I'm, I'm feeling very seen. I'm feeling very attacked. Um, I'm feeling... Like, you know when you have been talking about something uh, in your living room and then a couple of hours later you look and your Instagram targeted ads are suddenly all about that thing, like, say, portable <laughs> air conditioners. I, I feel like... Uh, yeah, I feel like Kevin is now constructing these routines specifically to get at to get at my weak points. We had the Doctor Who Tango, and now he has brought us Gina G. The only <laughs> way he, he he could have targeted my Eurovision gland more is if it had been uh, a dance to Lonely Symphony by Francis Raphael. <laughs> so he won't come on the podcast, but he will troll you with with. Uh the dance themes it would, he would come on the podcast but uh scheduling has been difficult 
uh, as we can only assume. Yeah, he's a busy uh, yes. man. I mean, to be fair, didn't realise Strictly or Kevin were Eurovision fans. Um, we don't know if Stacey is a Eurovision fan or not, because again, didn't give much of a hint considering there's the so- her and the song. Uh, and Bruno clearly hasn't either saying that she looked like Kanye Minogue instead of Gina G. Yeah, I mean, yes. Considering she was styled a bit like Gina G, especially with the hair. Yeah, the hair was exactly uh, the Gina G iconic haircut. The dress, not I don't so know, much. not so much. But you couldn't have had uh, Stacey in the iconic share um, cast off that she wore um, in Oslo because that would be too similar to her launch show dress because it was sort of gold coin sequins. Yeah, but you could have had like the backing dancers in those terrible outfits that the backing dancers had in the pink and yellow ones. Or had some uh, old 386s in the background. That wouldn't have been the most incongruous prop, let's be honest. No, but no. It, it set the tide of what this night was going to be when Stacey came in on a stick of rock and I was like, of course, just like, wh- why not? I think she should have been whooping her hand a bit more. You can't just sort of sit primly on a stick of rock. You have to whoop it. No, there's, there's no elegant way she could have sat on that when she was scaddled <laughs> over it. There, there, there was no way of doing Side it. So she, saddle. S- Side saddle on a oh, stick of rock. Oh, ask the health and safety women to let her do that. I'm going to have one leg either side. You can't sit prim and proper. You've got to do it like this. Uh, it felt more of a team of more of a team dance than a Stacey and Kevin dance though, because Kevin didn't dance with her much, and he was he was off camera for a fair bit of it as well. <laughs> Maybe he was a bit embarrassed by his shirt or the trousers. I'd be more embarrassed by his trousers, to be honest. <laughs> I suppose you could probably style the shirt down with some plain jeans. Yeah, you know. but but those trousers they were not plain. <laughs> <laughs> There's no going back from those. I, I don't know. I actually found... I I felt a bit more like I'd connect, that I got an idea about Stacey from this one. And I don't know if it's just because of um, It Takes Two, where she was talking about the song and, you know, going out um, with the girls in the 90s and doing that 90s hair style that she sort of demonstrated... Um, and it, I, she kind of lit up a bit, and I felt like, oh, is this actually a song that, that Stacey likes of all the songs that she has danced to? How old is she? <laughs> because I, I think it could be a song that Stacey oh. actually likes. I want to say early 30s. Stacey. Younger Dooley. than me. Age. 31. Yeah, definitely younger than me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she is exactly the right age for this to have been something that she um, danced to throughout her late teens and yeah. her early drinking years. Yes. Um, oh, Stacy Dooley investigates Eurovision. <laughs> well, we had Will Ferrell in Lisbon, so why not? <laughs> Seriously, why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah, as somebody doing a big serious documentary about all of the shenanigans, that would be good. <laughs> yeah. This just felt just a bit frantic, though, and I, I did notice that when they cut back to um, the postcard bit, 
like when they were set out as postcards so they had the three different shots Stacy wasn't ready so she's kind of sat there then she's like oh wait I'm on and starts waving whilst everyone else is already waving to their cameras and she wasn't I did notice that and that was a bit awkward well what you was just- what you said during the week had me worried when oh, you when we were was talking so about the BPM and how this was just it's, on the upper edge of what you could potentially salsa to. It's, it feels more like with the heavy beat, it's more like something you could do an ice ice skating routine to because obviously your pacing when in skates is different. And it felt like you could do an ice routine to this, but not a salsa with any clear technique and concept. And that's why they completely butchered and, and just really sort of like... The, the Strictly Bad didn't do a great cover of this, I felt. Like, they changed one of the instruments and, like, made it too high, it felt like, key-wise. Mm. But it, something has to change to it, otherwise Stacey would not have been able to do a routine. Yeah. Um, if it's suitable for an ice skating routine, though, I bet they'll get Sarah, Sarah, Sarah doing uh, Eurovision. Um... Of course she will. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Week one. Yeah, I really liked... I... She had good hips, I thought. But it was otherwise really stumpy and just a bit not entirely connected. All of her party Latin has been heavy on the party and light on the Latin. Latin. So she's always been able to communicate the fun to us, but she's lacking in the sort of precise technique when it comes out on the Saturday night. Yeah, it was it was fun to watch, but as a as a competition dance lacked many of the things you needed it would have looked great like in week cohesion. one it would have looked astonishing <laughs> in week one oh, but in one week one it would have been like what yeah how did you do that but it's now week nine we're in blackpool we were already saying last week that stacy's still a likely finalist but is she improving fast enough to win mm. Don't know. Okay. Have to see. They... Is she back on ballroom next week? Oh, I can't remember they said a dance or not. They said quite a few she's of them. She's doing the Paso next week. Oh, yeah, she's got Ooh. a Paso. So that's that kind of make be... or break, really. Yeah, yeah, I think if she doesn't nail this, then it's it's a bit of a worry. I, again, I was thinking Stacey was in the dance-off tonight because I, I looked at the leaderboard. There was a three-way tie. She was fifth overall. And obviously the three below her all have fan bases and all proven to be quite popular and we don't actually know how strong Stacey's televote is purely because she's never really been in that sort of danger. So I did think she could fall in the bottom too. I was fully expecting her to be down there. Well, she's just sort of escaped. <laughs> yeah, I feel she's a bit like... I feel she's a bit like Gemma this year. Yeah. In that that they had a lot of kind of wobbles and then they kind of I mean I think Gemma was in the dance off and Stacey obviously hasn't been um, but I think she will get through to the final if she pulls this Paso off but I don't think she's going to win no because I think somebody else has won this week but, but I know, really did like the... it and I've now got another dance to add to my Strictly versus Eurovision playlist <laughs> um, which uh, lovely Heidi linked to from the Guardian Live blog, which was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading that and I was like, I know that person. 
I yeah. was like, that has to be that has to be my Ellie. It can't be some other random Ellie. <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> the the Venn diagram there was basically you in the middle. <laughs> yeah, just me there. That person. <laughs> so Stacy and Kevin, well done. Dancing the Argentine Tango and contemplating feeding inconvenient dance partners to sharks, it's Lauren Stedman and her partner, AJ. (laughs) I'm starting to think that the roles have reversed now, and it's now Lauren suggesting increasingly ridiculous VT concepts to AJ and just seeing whether he'll go along. (laughs) <laughs> she's she's trolling him. She's she is a great trolling AJ at the moment. Just practicing it underwater is and with with AJ's Sharks. weird sort of swimming voice. He he didn't sound okay while he was in the wetsuit and sort of sloshing about. That was one of the weirdest training VTs they've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's been some weird-ass VTs, but that one was pretty high on the scale. And I know that Blackpool has a sea life centre, but sharks aren't really a major feature of the pleasure beach. No, I mean, Brighton has a sea life centre, and I don't think they don't... They don't exactly advertise sharks, I don't think. Sea life centres aren't even about being near the sea. Birmingham's got a sea life centre. <laughs> well, that's, that's so uh, those poor landlocked frummies can see what the sea is like. It's just aquariums full of shopping trolleys. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and with that, onto the dancing. Yeah, so... It I, was... I liked, okay. I liked the little river effect with the big sheet and um, Lauren popping through the hole in the sheet. I thought that was nice, although it did feel a bit sort of thanks by uh, for all of the spare pros who just had to go make themselves immediately scarce after about five seconds. Which I don't always think is a bad thing, because sometimes it does feel a bit like there's too many pros on the dance floor yeah yeah like this especially when you're doing something like a paso it'd be a bit weird (sighs) she just so there's a reason why the argentine tangos only come in towards the end of the series and it's because you have to be really really good to even make them look average Mm. and Lauren wasn't doing the hardest Argentine tango choreography ever, um, but it still did seem a little bit much for her. Yes. Which she she sort of pulled it off, and I don't want to be as I don't want to be like Craig level harsh here. But <laughs> it 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 didn't really work. She has some excellent core strength. Yes. That, I think, her triathlete training definitely helped her here, because there were times where I was just like, my stomach muscles hurt, and I'm sitting slouched on the TV, on the sofa, just watching that. Um, but, yeah, it didn't... 
There was a lot of strength in the core, didn't. but not so much um, tension in the legs. No, no, the legs were probably the weaker part. Yeah. That and, you know, having to dance with AJ, but I'm trying to no, be nice No, she's alright with dancing with AJ now. <laughs> now. 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I liked this, but it was lacking some grit and attack, like mainly in the legs. Like, the lists were nice and everything, but yeah, something was just like lacking and you could see it. And yeah, it just, just didn't go well, sadly. As much as we wanted it to, it, it sadly didn't. I don't actually have massive amounts to say about it because, like, I know it was a really good try, but it sort of missed the mark for me. I was a little surprised, actually, that it wasn't in the dance-off just because she was right at the bottom of the leaderboard. But she does have a televote presence that... Yeah, she certainly does. Does. Yeah, um, which and, is bigger know, than I anticipated. Well, and I think Craig being mean to her acted as a call to action to Helped. get people to vote. And AJ's online following, I think, are fairly heavy voters... Yeah, I'm really glad plus, we've never locked horns with them. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And also, he's. I think he's maybe riding a bit high in public consciousness. What with the hunted. Oh yes, he is the hide and seek champion. Champion, but it, it brings his he, it brings his name and face up to people that, and obviously there's. They've seen him outside of a dancing context, so I wonder if maybe that's also helped with the voting. People are warming <laughs> to AJ. Mm. Of all of the things that's happened this year. Dancing the couple's choice, theatre jazz, and running up and down the tram, pulling the emergency brake, it's Graham Swan and his partner, Oti. I have got to complain about the music. Okay. I- I, I don't even know... I mean, okay, yes. So it's the Strictly... It's the Strictly singers doing their best. But that wasn't even the original Meet Me in... the in, Trolley song from Meet Me in St. Louis. That was like a weird version written for, like, multiple voices. It, it was weird. I did not love it. Uh, so as long as I tried to forget what the original soundtrack sounded like it was fine and to be honest I was distracted by watching the always lovely OT um I right I don't really I didn't really I don't think of this as being a big iconic musicals number and also it's not musicals week was this on the show because trams are a thing in Blackpool Probably. Potentially, yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's a fairly key song in the musical, but it's not a... It's not a dancing song in the musical. There are other sort of more key dancing songs in, in Meet Me in St. Louis, uh, but I suspect they chose it because they're in Blackpool. Yeah. I would rather have seen uh, Graham Swan doing uh, No Dames from Hail Caesar. (laughs) 
Which that, is that's one, one of, of the my things I yell when <laughs> No Dames. When, when I when I shut my finger in the door or something, I tend to yell Channel Tatum dancing in a sailor suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh god, I love that sequence. <laughs> it's one of my favourite musical numbers ever. <laughs> the rest of the movie has issues, but that sequence is just yeah, beautiful, joyous. <laughs> and we're, we're getting away from Raymond Tanoti now. I think in my head, I'm just going to paste no dames over it and just assume, <laughs> like, I'm just going to start talking about that time that Graham and Oti did no dames on Strictly. And, no, like, everybody, I'm just going to do it with a lot of confidence and everybody's just going to assume I was right. <laughs> and everyone's going to be like, well, she's really into Strictly, so she must be right. Like, she wouldn't get something like that wrong. No, that'd be, that'd be madness. Yeah. Um, obviously, it was, it was a very stagey routine. I have seen my fair share of musicals. That was def- and I've, I've been in some uh, in an amateur basis, and that was definitely a prop-heavy ensemble dance routine from a musical. And I don't know whether... I suppose that means it's good for couples' choice theatre jazz, but I don't know if, like, as an artistic endeavour, it is good. As a strictly dance, it is good. It just is. Yeah. I I like that Graham coped well with the other male pros. Like, he wasn't out of sync with them. Um, that and there were lots of very sweet touches, and I know Graham really loved this one, but I'm not entirely sure that theatre jazz is really his thing. Um, it, I don't think he's entirely suited to it. I mean, he's he's always been a frustrated performer because he's been doing the music sort of as an amateur along with his cricket, and. At some po- like somebody will stunt cast him in a musical. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll be like a jukebox, like David Essex. I don't know. Musical. Oh, a musical about the life of Jeffrey Boycott. I don't know. <laughs> the Duckworth Lewis method. That's an actual get, get band. Du- yeah. Yeah, get them to uh, soundtrack the musical. It's a cricket musical. Yeah. They, mm. they could have a whole thing about. Um, the whole, the ball of the century. I mean, you could even call it, um, how's that? And it's already got an exclamation mark at the end of it. Okay, so Cricket the Musical, Graham Swan coming to the West End, 2020, now Lots of zinc, lots of zinc face paint. That would be great. Uh, One one moment about the show and Strictly. (laughs) Do join in, Elliot. As this has just turned, as we we are are just like going round and round and round in... God knows what fashion tonight. <laughs> um, We're making our own entertainment. <laughs> um, does it? Do you get the feeling that the public uh, have turned on Graham slightly? The fact he's been in the dance off two weeks running. Because I thought this was really good, and we have said he's had the support, but it looks like online people are saying like he shouldn't be there anymore, and I don't think that's entirely true or fair. No. He should be there. He deserves a spot there, and everyone needs to shut up. Because um, I really liked this. I thought it was really cute and charming. And OT dressed like someone from, like... Oh, some other, like... What's the Mary period Poppins. drama? Like, yes, that's the one, thank you. 
<laughs> if she did get an umbrella and slowly fly away, I would have just like started cackling, to be fair. <laughs> Orty is Mary Poppins, though. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that would be amazing, although she was dressed fairly accurately for Meet Me in St. Louis. Um, uh, the dress style-wise. Um, which is the same era as Mary Poppins and said Wardian. The big leg of mutton Except for being American. Uh, you know, uh, but... But yeah, no, the, that was definitely... Um, I, I wonder... The VT was a bit odd, but then all the couple's choice VTs have been a bit odd. The sort of They've all been a bit story. sort of like... Yes, except Graham's personal story seemed to be cricket. Well, Stacey, Stacey's was... Stacey's personal story was, I nearly get shot at for fun. Like, that's what hers that's was. True. And, yeah. and Faye's was, I don't want to be known as Faye's Steps anymore, even though that's what I've been known as for the last 20 years of my life. The, the Couples <laughs> Choice VTs don't go with the Couples Choice dancers unless Not it's going to be a deep and meaningful contemporary. So Lauren's one just about worked, and... Ashley's one worked because that was explaining that was effect in effect explaining explaining, explaining where all the emotion was coming from to power the wafting whereas I feel like yeah Graham's and Faye's should have just been like yeah I fancy a crack at some musicals let's let's do it <laughs> and Stacy's I don't know, maybe she could have told us about how much she likes New York as well as Alicia Keys. <laughs> or something about herself, damn it. You make it sound like she's allowed an input. She, I'm sure she's allowed an input. <laughs> um, but yeah, Couples <laughs> Choice, it continues to be a really weird innovation. I'm sort of getting used to it. We do still have um, one Couples Choice left and i think it's an interesting one for you guys joe has to do one now mm. uh, he's the last couple's choice that's last available choice. last couple's choice standing yes hmm. so intriguing um oh i can't remember whether it was chris or whether it was stephen who pointed this out um but uh they pointed out that um Everybody who's currently, everybody who's been eliminated right now hasn't done a couple's choice routine. And everybody who's still in, apart from Joe, has done one. So I feel like couple's choice is, defi is splitting top half from bottom half. Mm. I wonder if it's sort of humanising some of them. Um... I did think he managed to sharpen it up for the dance-off. Yes. Like, ev uh, the, the points and the taps and um, everything with the umbrella were a lot sharper the second time around. But, obviously, because it was just still the same routine and I was just a bit, hmm, about the routine, the p level of performance quality could never really do anything to save it for me. Yeah. Because it was it, yeah. it, it was what it was. Yeah, that is the problem, I think, with the couple's choice routines, is that um, 
they are so contained within themselves that shortage of something like starting the original on the wrong foot and then starting the right one, starting your dance off on the right foot, there's not a huge amount you can do to improve your technique, etc. Yeah. And you can't particularly compare the couple's choices dancers with each other. No, because even when they have done the same type, like Faye and, and, and Oti, they, they're so very uh, particular. completely different. Obviously, we I mean, can compare the contemporary dancers a bit. Yes. But... But you can't really compare um, MGM musical to Bob Fuss. No. Just doesn't work. Just... Apples to pears. Different art forms. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad that Graham and Oti got through that. And, yes. Um, he's onwards and upwards next week. Hopefully, I don't think he's got long to go, though. No, he's out in the next couple of weeks, surely. Yeah, um, one or two weeks. He'll probably avoid a rumba, but... <laughs> if, They're yeah, so hard for the man. Yeah. If I was Oti, uh, it might be it might be time to deploy that quick step. Yeah. Mm. Although maybe yeah. maybe maybe something a bit less complicated and a bit lower energy because it's also the Lindy challenge. Oh, yeah. I I refuse to uh, call one, it a fun. One one final point is that it, it's very bizarre. We've got two people still in the show who that survived three dance offs each. That's very rare. Yes. Like, we used to have seen one be multiple dance-offs, but we've now got two that have been in multiple dance-offs now. It has felt a little bit like the boys are protected species this year. Um, even, even when one of them is a basically yeah. a non-entity in terms of voting. Yeah. Just so it's not turning into... Five girls and Joe Sugg. I feel yeah. like there's been some protection for the boys. Hmm. Mm. But they would never do that because you judge it on the dance on the day. Of course. Dancing the Pasadoble, sitting in a room surrounded by flames, thinking, this is fine. It's Fetosa and her partner, Giovanni. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Fierce Faye Fierce Faye is good I feel like I, I, I would just like to say that I'm pretty sure that um, Gio's polo neck was the same one that um, oh, the James Bond theme by Paul David you can just it's, buy. Uh, look, it's a very just... tra- traditional mesh Latin top. Yeah, it can... wasn't. It wasn't strictly special. It's, it's a very traditional mesh Latin top. I just wondered if they'd found it in the dressing rooms and thought, "Oh, this would be great again." Probably. <laughs> just just stick it on a wash. Make sure it doesn't shrink. You go, you're golden. <laughs> Nobody wears proper tops in um, <laughs> in in real competitive Latin and ballroom. <laughs> I. I like this passo. This was another like, one of the routines, though, where 
it took me two and a half goes before I found Faye because Johannes was just knocking it out of the park. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there we go again. Um, yeah, Johannes uh, just keep kept popping into shot and stealing the show uh, during Blackpool. And the Paso Doble, I think, was the one where it happened the most. Yeah. <laughs> Hardest working pro. I mean, he was in how many pro dancers today? Oh, he, he was, was in a lot. He was so good. That's a lot of choreography to remember. Yeah. <laughs> And, and um, a lot of rehearsals to get to, and they're not all yes. in the same place as well. Um, no. I, f- I feel like this week they may have been because Johannes would have just walked in with a falter and just gone, these are my demands, I need this sorted if you want me in your number. Because he is an iconic sass queen. So we need to address that. He is sassy. So <laughs> I can just imagine him walking in with like some shades, just flicking him up and saying, you want me in my number, name your price. <laughs> I can just imagine it. <laughs> But I'm already rehearsing here, so if you're not rehearsing there, I cannot help you. <laughs> and and this morning he just seemed so touched by everybody, I mean, including us, who'd uh, tweeted him to say that he was the best thing about Blackpool this year. Um, pro for <laughs> Johannes next year, please. Somebody yes. fun that he can have a lovely time with. Yeah, not, not some... Um, joke entry please someone who you actually think could be quite serious because we want to see his choreography but somebody who's also personally a bit of a laugh so that they yeah. can have comedy vt Ooh. training gold and yeah. also do some lovely social media who would who who from this lot would you pair him with then going on that um what's the word breathing who who would fit your hand as the best out of, out of this year's cast I'm trying to think vic Vic. Yeah, actually, yeah. And then Vic would still be dancing in Blackpool. Yes. Oh. But we wouldn't have seen Johannes in all of those ten routines he was in. <laughs> yes. True. We've, we've, we've wandered away from the actual people meant to be dancing. Yeah, who, who are we talking about? Oh, Faye and Giovanni. <laughs> Funny. That was, a, that, was, that was a genuine question. I wasn't like saying it for comedic effect. I genuinely forgot who we were talking about then. Um, oh, yeah, why was there a lift? How did she get two tens when they had a lift in a paso? Unless she's part gyroscope and she can just turn herself like that. Um, it's Blackpool. There's no rules apparently. It's strictly <laughs> clearly. It's like well, yeah, what? the judges seem to love that. Well, it was very impressive, but again, it's a paso. It's not a show dance. Yeah, but I think also when you've got that many backing dancers, they've got to do something. Yeah. Well, she could have just sent them away like Lauren. Like Lauren did. I. I mean, I enjoyed this paso. In, in so much that it was it was very theatrical uh, I mean sparks were coming off Faye at times which I liked mm. um, but yeah and I, we always like a big ridiculously theatrical paso at Blackpool it always looks great it always forms a sort of a nice part of the show and they got the pyro out who doesn't love a bit of pyro Yeah, I didn't mind his routine, but I didn't love it. Like, yeah. I did notice her hair was quite similar to when she did the tango, like, the sort of, like, up with parting thing. Like, uh, I felt like her hair was slightly similar to her tango hair-ish, just a bit neater, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I know what you mean, uh, but she's got a shape of face that really suits that. 
update. Yeah. Um, I I don't know whether being very competent but sort of neutral is going to work against or for Faye. Because yeah. So when when I was doing the uh, it takes two cynics with Ewan in the week, he was uh, waxing lyrical about Ashley and about how he's realised who she is, and who she is is a kooky weirdo. I'm glad he's worked out who she is. Well, well, <laughs> like you know, Ewan doesn't just say things. Uh, no, so, no. So, I, yeah, I thought on what he was saying, and like actually. That that is the character that Ashley's giving us. That is what she's doing. She is a bit of a kooky weirdo. This might be a time for that weird sound clip again. Juicy nuggets. Oh yes, <laughs> juicy nuggets. Um, and you know she was doing a slapstick routine with salt and vinegar in a fish shop. Um, but for me, I've not had that moment where I go, oh, that's what Faye's like. Yes. And I mean, dancing... even her VT was kind of like, I'm a mum, and I don't want to be called Faye from Steps anymore. But I'm a mum. <sighs> um, and Gio, even though we love Gio, he was the one, when I was writing the tag yourself meme uh, this afternoon, that everybody else... I, it was really easy to write three or four jokes, but for Gio, I, it was hard. He's he's the Teflon pan of nice. Yeah. Um, he's just just he's nice. They're like they're like a sort of a control couple. <laughs> like just the dancing. Yeah. Like if you wanted to if you wanted to do an experiment on whether Strictly was about per, was a personality popularity contest or a dancing contest you would need to have a control couple in with just a totally neutral personality. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That you can neither stan nor hate. And for <laughs> me, that's Faye and Geo. Yeah, they're just, yeah, they're just there, aren't they? Like, what they're doing is very, very good, but it doesn't tell us who they are as people, as a couple. It's like, well, they dance great, but could I tell you more about it? Not really. Yeah, I've, sort of, I've no yeah. idea what it means. But you're they dance great. Yeah, it was really You're always going to get a good dance. So even if there's been, like, a complete stinker beforehand, you can be guaranteed that, you know, Faye and Geo will be a nice dance to watch. What that dance means... So what we're saying any is guesses? the British public demand meaning from art. Dancing the American Smooth and wondering if you are actually allowed to go hot air ballooning in a ball gown. It's Kate Silverton and her partner, Aliash. Uh, Kate's not over her injury. No. No. So not. It just looked so careful, that American Smooth. It was just nice and there was nothing else to it. It was like, it's lovely, but... Actually, no, my first line of notes was, last week the wedding, this week the honeymoon? Question mark. Yeah, that's what they kept going on on It Takes Two this week. But yeah, it wasn't so was much, it wasn't uh, really, like, it didn't have the sort of uh, sense of a honeymoon. It had the sense of a sort of 
city break five years in. Everybody's um, very comfortable, everybody's very happy, um, but, you know, she's no longer tearing his tie off like in week one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I definitely felt like that was a dance that was been very careful for someone who had removed a muscle from her ribcage. Yeah, and uh, you could see that the dress had an extra nude panel in it because she was so bandaged up round the back. And yeah, kept giving her unfortunate side boob. Yeah. Like shoulder boobs. It was oh. not good, but obviously necessary. Um, so it's nice that she's got to go out on a special occasion dancing in that beautiful ballroom. but And, and in a lovely dress. That dress was lovely. And in a lovely dress. And... Um, Fair and square, and not having to sort of withdraw and think about what mm. might have been. Did Anastasia withdraw? I can't remember. Or did she end up being danced out? Thing, but I can't remember if she ended up having to withdraw or if she just got danced out. I think she got but danced out. Um, out. Was it? Is, I this, think is it was, this Anastasia? Yeah. Was it Halloween? Yeah. yeah, she got voted out, but in the in the first week when she was in the bottom two. She refused to dance, so they had to go to the public vote, which meant she survived. Oh, uh, yeah. They didn't um, have a dance-off in the first week because she refused to dance. And I'm still upset about that because that's, that's you technically refusing to dance, and that's technically a withdrawal in my mind. She should have then been eliminated for not doing the dance-off. So if, yeah. if you were in competition and you got injured such that you couldn't actually perform in a dance-off, you, you would have been deemed as withdrawing from the dance-off? Yeah, you, if, you can, if they call out your number and you can't go on the floor your number is withdrawn and if it's because we had this a few weeks in my competition actually we had four make the final one withdrew because he was so unwell and so they had to go down the list and see who was next through because they couldn't have a three three couple final and it turned out three couples were tied for fifth spot so we all got through into the final instead so if a couple withdraws that if they can they will put another couple in mm. so if, if you deem yourself that you cannot compete and you're not fit to like Anastasia did, you lose your spot. But it's your choice, not them saying, well, you can't dance. You have to make that decision yourself, like she did. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, there's, it's, it's never, like, bad going out when you, you're eliminated in Blackpool. No. no you've, got, you've got to Blackpool. Yeah, yeah. because... You've, you've made it through the trenches of Halloween and Musicals Week. No, uh, Movies Week. Um, movies Week. And uh, there's going to be a messy after party and uh, you get a few weeks off to do your Christmas shopping and then you're back for the final. Yeah. So yeah. it's a nice, nice place to get knocked out. You can, you can possibly join in the watching groups with your fellow knocked out contestants and drink wine and be bitchy. Hurrah! <laughs> I'm sad to see her go. Yeah, I'm really but... sad to see her go because she did have. She's given us some very fun moments, but ultimately, with the improvers group, there's only so far you can go. Yeah, yeah. Especially while you're carrying a bad injury. Thank you, Kate. Yes. Thank you, yeah. Aliash. You've been fabulous. Bye. Bye. We love you. Dancing a samba 
that shows us exactly what more it was that Charles Venn was offering to the competition. It's Charles Venn and his partner, Karen. And it turns out that the more that Charles had to offer was he was going to take his top off. Can I recurse myself from this one? Because I just, I can't. You can't, I can't with him. even. I, my, my even is... You can't. No. All right. Elliot, was this, what, like, I, 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 was, I was enjoying this, and then somebody on Twitter said it was as good as Danny and Otis Samba, and I just went, <laughs> no, no, don't oh, be ridiculous. Oh, that's laughable. Whoever said that, I'm sorry. And I'm not the biggest fan of Danny and Otis Samba. Like, I'll be the biggest, fat, biggest opener, but I never got the wow factor from it. Um, the problem is Danny could actually do more hip action than just in a lockstep, unlike Charles Venn. And Danny and Oti, it was just them on stage and not six other people. And my eyes stayed on Danny and Oti and not Johannes. Johannes, the star I'm of sorry, the this, samba. This was manic. This, I, it was better. It was good. He had good hip action. He had good body action. Um, it was still, I, oh, it, was, it was still very narcissistic though. It still felt like he was just going to say, "Look at me, aren't I amazing?" I was just like, "Oh, sod off." Um, Karen looked like Nicole Scherzinger. Um, when they got their tens, it looked like someone had pulled the plug out of the pair of them, and they just gone haywire because that was <laughs> they. They seem like they're really annoying up themselves couple at like a wedding or at a party. It's like, oh, we've just bought a house in France and we're going touring next year. Aren't we great? It's like, oh, sod off. I didn't realise that Karen hadn't got a 10 yet. Yeah, that's bizarre. I just... Like, I didn't realise either because she's made the final. Yeah, I just assumed that she had a 10 before. Like, she, she's made the final. Which proves you can get to the final without scoring a 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... Yeah, seven years to get a 10. That's... And she's had some good partners as well. Like, she's had some talent... So, it makes you question her choreography more than anything if it takes seven years to get a ten. That is, that is a point. As damning as that sounds, it, it makes you really think, like, well, where's the issue? Mm. Have they attempted to eat any food this season? <laughs> uh, no, they just talk Sorry, about I'm it back. backstage. They just talk about it backstage. Yeah. I wonder if that's helping. <laughs> the... Karen has chicken. Oh, speaking well, of chicken, we have to talk have about like, Shirley's. To... We have to talk about Shirley's chicken dance this week, which I haven't seen it. Oh, so oh, it's so it's so bizarre. It's so weird. It's so weird, Meg. So <laughs> it's like it's like it's like a dancer's fever dream. <laughs> yeah. So she's not in a normal dressing gown, but she is still in lingerie. Um, yes, and she is in just a very small silk slip and she's in a Winnebago and she opens the Winnebago bedroom door and she comes out. She's not even holding the chicken. Right. I'm going to briefly mute myself and watch this because it's not going to be the world's longest thing. (laughs) Meanwhile, we'll try and talk about this dance. Um, Um, Oh yes. This, this Samba. Um, Johannes was really good in it. Oh, he was great. Yeah. Um, and, but I don't think that choreographically that putting Charles 
flanked by the male prose was a good idea. Because even though the judges were saying, you know, oh, you know, I can't tell the difference between his her action and Johannes's, you can. Hmm. Yeah, 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 you easily could see who the professionals were and who the celebrity was in that situation. Yeah. But you know, we don't we don't go for Bruno for honest, realistic content and sound bites from him. We go for the crazy cuckoo Italian. Um, it was, and Shirley essentially said she gave him a ten because he took his top off. Which, no, Shirley, no, no, no. Um, but it it was I'm back. in my mind's been blown. Oh yeah, you've seen Shirley's chicken dance. What what did you think about the people who were swimming? Um, one of them looked like she was hypnotized. Well, someone uh, else looked like she was staring at the ceiling and wishing she wasn't there. And I'm the going for blokes col- in the middle were kind of just going. I don't know what's going on here. I'm going for cultists. <laughs> yes, it was, was. There was some eldritchness to that. Especially when she was like slamming the fish down on the table and then exclaiming chicken Chicken while grabbing I think she was I think she might have had like some fried chicken in the basket. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't her normal chicken and I wonder if that's why it was extra weird. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so while you were away watching Shirley's chicken dance uh, an erotic chicken dance in a Winnebago <laughs> Why is that a sentence that must have been said? Yeah, we we were trying to work, we were trying to come up with something about Charles. No, well, no, I've got something. Charles clearly has got a mode of performance he's comfortable in, and it was nice to see him in his comfortable performance mode. Yes, that's a nice thing to end on. Dancing a quick step that had me as thrilled about Brill Cream as I was about se- as I was about sequins and feathers. It's Joe Sugg and his partner Diane. Well, it happened. It happened. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we said in I think it might have been week two. Once we'd looked at the numbers, that Joe was going to run away with this series. He's won it. It's over. Yeah, uh, it's over. Yeah. yeah. That's- we- that's we, coming out in the final game. It really yeah. is over now. We have we have three things we know is going to happen. He's going to be in the final. Mm-hmm. We're seeing that quick step again, whether he chooses it or the judges do. And he's going to win, isn't he? Like, that's it. Joe and Diane are going to be the winners. And to be fair, uh, controversial statement, uh, this was the dance of the night, and this deserved the first 40 of the year. Because I absolutely loved this routine from start to finish. It made my it, heart grow three sizes. It was a proper was quick beautiful. step. He performed. He was a showman. His rise and fall wasn't jerky like it has been in the last few weeks. Like, all the bits I found wrong in his ballroom and just him being a bit stilted and stiff and needing to relax, he did this week. He was relaxed. He was flowing beautifully through the music and through the rise and fall. He was leading. And something we haven't picked up on is that the Blackpool Tower floor is totally different to the Strictly floor. Mainly because it's a, spr- it's a sprung floor. And that totally yeah. changes how you dance. And doing a quick step on it, even harder. And he did a fantastic job from start to finish. And it was great. And I'm really happy for him. But yeah, this is just confirms that Joe will be in the final. We're seeing that again, and he's probably going to win now. But, and his nan, 
Oh, his nan, bless her. Who oh, could bro- be brought out again for the final, guys? <laughs> yes. You make it sound like she's to storage. <laughs> <laughs> family well, are they not spent- props. They are families for life, not just for Strictly. But no, that was lovely. I don't think I can say anything else. I loved, I love, 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 loved Diane's dress. And oh, it was but... so nice to see Joe in the tailcoat. Um, marvellous. Well, that... Was it just me, or is were his tails just a tiny bit too long? I felt like he was almost in danger of stepping on them sometimes. I didn't really notice. I was just too busy smiling, going, he's doing the things I've asked him to do for several weeks. He's doing the things? <laughs> well, yeah, I only really noticed it at the beginning, and then I kind of, you know, the dance, and then I was like, oh... Um, but it was just the thing that came back to me looking at a photo of their outfit. And I was like, oh yes. I felt like that his tail was really long. No, it was just... It was very much up my street. Um, I think they positioned the other pros sufficiently far apart that you didn't look too hard at whether he was exactly matching the other male pros. Yes. I, I think they... They also worked with the camera so because there's a lot of like high shots as well, which looked lovely, mm. but it also may have disguised that. I also didn't notice that um, the backing dancers for this dance more than any others would they were da- they were dressed completely different to Diane. Like the yes. other pro- the other pros have matched Charles and Giovanni in their outfits. Diane looks totally different to the other two. It's, it was very it's very much I'm the Beyonce and this is Kelly and Michelle behind me sort of situation, wasn't it? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well she she was definitely wearing the dress of a Coca Cabana showgirl. It was um, it was amazing. Yeah, and this is why when I saw the dancing to Dancing Fall, this is why I thought it would definitely open because of the opening line of Welcome to the Copa Cabana and obviously they changed it to Welcome to the Tower. It just sounded like, well, you're introducing the night then. So I'm surprised this didn't open the show. It, but if you switch round this for Stacey and Kevin's routine, it doesn't work because Stacey and Kevin's routine is a bit too all over the shop. Yeah, and it is. Yeah, that was very high energy to you know gear up a crowd. So I'm guessing that was and like the, a pretty, that was a pretty hard decision. Maybe they saw what each dance what each dancer was going to do, and then they made that decision because. Or it could have even been a logistical decision about. I think where the props giant might have come props. in. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the two people who came down from the ceiling were quite early. Because um, you had Kate, you had Stacey, oh. and then you had Kate. I think so we should stop a, coming down from the ceiling. I think, I, I, I think logistical... we should stop doing that now. It's no longer special. No. I think we could come up with another ridiculous gimmick. Live animals. <laughs> actual Blackpool donkey there's a specific uh, rule in the Eurovision handbook that says no live animals which makes me think that somebody <laughs> tried it because there's only specific rules like that if somebody if some... has tried it Well, but, isn't... but yet there's still no rule about setting your piano on fire <laughs> or a hamster wheel no it's uh, well, there's, there's no rule but it's done with a capital D <laughs> um, but Yes, we were worried last week about Joe not improving fast enough uh, to warrant a place in the final um, because we thought that that might sort of collapse his storyline. But Joe is right back 
on course. We thought he would get a 10 at Blackpool. Did a bit better than that. Um, but And I'm, I'm just really happy. Yeah. I was really dubious when they announced that he was going to be in, but I'm really enjoying him. I also am just obsessed with the reaction clip on the BBC Strictly Insta feed where uh, Diane is like squealing about their scores and how well he did and Joe's just completely distracted because he's just smelt her hair and uh, he's just going, Diane, you you smell really nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little worrying. It also was nice to see um, Diane able to dance at Blackpool as well, because she's never had done. And to get a 10 as well must have been really special for her. So that was really nice to see as well. Yes. A lovely yes. evening all round. On to victory, Joe. Dancing the jive and giving you a bag of free scraps from the fryer with your fish supper. It's Ashley Roberts and her partner, Pasha. Now, who would have thought we would see a pussycat doll and a Russian Latin and ballroom champion doing a slapstick routine with salt and vinegar behind the counter of a glittery fish and chip shop? Well, it's strictly in Pasha Kovalev, so I could have seen that coming. Well, it's... This is also the man who did a jive dressed as a changing of the guard person outside Buckingham yeah, Palace. Yeah, and then a jive trek. <laughs> there is the, the well, weird. The weird scale does not exist for Pasha, Pasha and Jive. And jives. Pasha and the weird jives. Uh, that's my new band. Yeah, the backing yeah. band. <laughs> but like we were saying about Ashley's kooky weird personality, it fits. Mm. Yep. And um, yeah, we we do like a transformative jive on Strictly, but I don't think that anybody really needed to transform their opinion of Ashley as a dancer because we knew she was a really good dancer and the transformative jive usually happens early on not at week nine and yeah obviously it was really good and I applauded and it's really good to see somebody do something really really well but it was also not a surprise this like I was Really impressed by the bit of business with the salt and vinegar. Weirdly. Like, <laughs> I mean, it did match up perfectly, the yeah. music. Whereas I felt I like mean, I should have been more surprised by the immaculate jive. I mean, I was it good? Yes. Would I give it a 40? No, because her legs were too rigid and there was too much skirt yes, wafting. But like, somebody had to get a do- 40 this week. I know, and we did say it would be Ashley because she's had three weeks of being 39. And so Joe couldn't, it go, was, it was Joe couldn't imminent. go straight to a 40. I mean, it would have been funny if she did. <laughs> I'd have laughed a lot. No, but... we've got to have some drama about whether Joe is going to win or not. <laughs> some smoking mirrors, yeah. okay. It was, it, was, it was fine. Like There were some elements I liked. It, it was a good jive. I won't knock that, but... Yeah, she was. It just, was the fireworks at the end of the Blackpool illuminations. And since you pointed out the skirt holdy waftiness um, uh, the other week, I have not been able to stop being annoyed at skirt holdy waftiness. That's not. 
In fact, um, the Strictly on the Sofa podcast team posted the clip of Shirley and Corky Ballas uh, doing a competition jive. I think it might have been an exhibition one because I'm fairly sure there were some non-standard steps in it, including one where Corky was like doing the running man, but sort of horizontal on the floor. Um, okay. Uh, and I forget where I'm heading with this, except that that, yeah, there's no skirt wafting in that because um, Shirley wasn't really wearing a skirt. <laughs> I, I mean, there was a lot of skirt wafting time to shake your tail feather. I wouldn't. Uh, which is a lyric that turns up a lot of, obviously, in a song shake called. Shake your tail feather. Shake your tail feather. Um, Was it? Would it have been considered not jive for her to have twerked? Twerking no, is more the Charleston. No, she she could have got away with that. She could have easily got away with that. But again, with that, yeah, they could do it in their salsa or their samba, which. Oh, they've got one of them next week. Which one Samba. is it? Oh, I've forgotten. Samba. Uh, uh, I don't to feel about that. She's allowed to bring out Again. the twerking and the booty popping for the Samba, if she wants. And she will. I'm sure she will, because that is like a pussycat move. Pussycat doll move, mm-hmm. so... I'm sure we'll see it. <laughs> um, but it does feel grimly inevitable that she's going to put all this effort in and show us all of these amazing things and like we're doing right now the public is going to go eh, you can keep it, we'll go for the plucky lad from the west country instead yeah but it's it works as a showreel for west end auditions yeah, yeah, because that's always been the aim Which... for Ashley to, increase, to improve the quality of her bookings in the UK yeah so I don't think I don't think she'll be heartbroken about not winning. I think she's almost certainly into the mm. final. And I would probably enjoy um, going to watch her on the tour as well. So what are we thinking? Is it a four-person final this year? Yeah, because we've not be? had any withdrawals. Yeah. Withdrawals. So Stacey, Faye, Joe, Ashley. Um, possibly yep. swap Faye out for Charles, depending on how like obvious nah, they are that, that won't happen I mean I know they're trying to push Charles to be a contender no, I think, I think but when gonna... it comes but when it comes to it which it will probably be Faye and Charles in the dance off in the semi-final they will keep Faye I don't see Faye missing the final over Charles and if it does happen I'll be mad well you know they do one thing every year that makes us mad true I will have to get a large bottle of gin for the final oh, drinking game, and I won't be drinking it with a lot every of tonic. Every time, every time Charles Venn says Charles Venn drink. Anyway, <laughs> that was tonight. That was that was this weekend's dances. We're on the home straight now. Like Christmas is within smelling distance. Um, <laughs> My birthday is even closer, and. Yeah, any thoughts on where all this is going? Because I did have that really good chat with Ewan about whether we thought, because this was a question we had in from Erin, is this a good or a bad series of Strictly? I remember listening to this and thinking Mm. about this question, and it's very much how you perceive it. It's good in the sense that 
the good dancers are surviving over the weaker ones. So we're having a very high standard of content every week. But it's, on the flip side, it's negative because we've had a lot of external interference. Uh, we've had a lot of, uh, I was going to say, a lot of external interference, definitely, which has marred it slightly. There's been things that have um, made me feel bad. Yeah, yes. and, it, and it hasn't felt very competitive yet. That's the problem. I'm, it, it hasn't. It feels like some people are still not sure this is a competition, and I want everyone to sort of realise that this is now the final seven, and it's a competition, and only one person can win. Like I'm all for them being friends and being nice, but we haven't. There's no one having that sort of like, is it? Are they going to win? Are they going to win? Battle, at all? No. It just it it feels hasn't... like we're very slowly watching a giant ship dock and that ship is Joe's televote. Yeah. I mean, there hasn't... I feel like there's not been, like, an Ore moment where, like, a guy you weren't really expecting ends up in the final and winning. And there hasn't really been, like, a sort of major upset in the sense of, say, someone who could like be the contender. Yeah, going out. I mean, there's a lot like, of scandal this year but to be honest sean was never going to get much further than he did no so and and, you know and here's the thing like none of the contenders have have even been in the dance off you know we're now into week 10 and there's only two left who have done a dance off and that is charles and graham the other five have not been near it there's been yeah which is bizarre there's been a lot of chaos but there's not been a lot of jeopardy yeah. Yeah. There's been no edge of the seat moments for a lot of the contestants. Because you always know that their televotes are going to yeah. prevent that, basically. Or maybe we're just now too close to the belly of the beast um, and we've spoiled it for ourselves. <laughs> maybe. I mean, it, it does feel like it's going to be Graham versus Charles next week because it does seem like they have the lowest televote, which then... Once one of them goes, it's going to be really interesting because, you know, Lauren, she's she's behind, like, this week especially, she was way down there, but she still survived. So I, she's the teller I'm most intrigued about because I was fully expecting her to be in that dance off. I was fully expecting to say goodbye to Lauren this week and expecting her to, like, go out on a high almost so she could really nail it in the dance off. But she survived. So I'm very intrigued as to how strong her televote is and where it's coming from. Lauren still like, has some absolutely massive dancers left. She's still got an American Smooth, a tango, um, a salsa, salsa, samba, rumba. Ooh, maybe a rumba next week would be nice from Lauren. Yeah, but then but she would have to sort out the tension in the legs. But I could, I could see... A Stacy versus Lauren dance off at some point. Oh, I like guess. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's what I had marked for this week. I thought Graham's popular, Kate's popular. I'm not sure how strong Lauren's is, but I'm sure Kate's is stronger. Stacy's in that danger zone. I was fully expecting Stacy versus Lauren. Do you know? I think Stacy might be saving her Charleston up for musicals week. Yeah. And oh, I've forgotten. We still have that ahead of us. Probably the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang then. Thinking of a musical Charleston, it's probably Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Or something from Bugsy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
We could have been anything that we oh, wanted actually, to be. Oh, uh, actually, let do. me <coughs> look through my list of fandoms and we'll see if Kevin can find any more soft underbelly to poke me at. I'm going to have to make sure I have a large bottle of gin in for Musicals Week. Well, we don't know it's definitely going to be a Charleston on Musicals Week. Well, just Musicals Week in general. Well, yeah. You could have Abba on that as well. In fact, somebody should be dancing to Abba every week. <laughs> Abba week. Oh, we should have an Abba week, though. Well, we need a... We def- sure, can we, come in and, and do the we performance. We definitely need a Eurovision week because of the only five Eurovision songs ever making it onto Strictly. We need to sort that out. Anyway, before we all run out of energy and before we change the format of Strictly even further, let's do Frock of the Week. I feel like... Uh, dancing. Uh, Elliot, who's your nomination? Lauren, I actually really loved her dress and I liked the fact that it was burgundy for two thirds of it and then there was the panel of the light red. Okay. I think, and I loved her hair as well. So, Lauren. Oh, I'm torn between Kate and Diane, but I think Diane's purpose. Well, that's good because I'm voting Diane as well, so that makes Diane winner of Frock of the Week. the second week running she's got that hasn't she yes because she was wearing the she was yes. wearing the neon rainbow yeah i think diane is now tied with vic for uh frocks of the week over the series and and stacy because oh, stacy won for the, her foxtrot and her sandal yeah as well. so we've got three on three frocks of the week oh excellent and i can't remember if there's anything else we do in this show um, it's been, I it's, don't think so. That's our usual bit been, of. of yes. we're, we're on the countdown from all the Blackpool rock um, now. I, it's been a very busy week, um, and I moved, moved house. house. I oh, I finished off my kitchen and then went to look at a massive engine down a mine. So I think we'll see what wreckage emerges from the aftermath of Blackpool, and I guess we'll say good night. Good night, Meg. Good night. Good night, Elliot. Good Good night. night, everybody. Keep dancing.